0: This podcast is sponsored by Happy Warrior Kava. Be a happy warrior. Drink, relax, and enjoy the strong and smooth taste of the best-selling kava in the islands. Happy Warrior Kava.
1: And welcome to another installment of HNN Overtime, the Hawaii News Now Sports Podcast. We welcome you inside the HNN Digital Center where I, Kyle Chenin, resident sports reporter, is joined as always by davis pitner thank you the so one much kyle. we're back at it again good, good to see you guys good to see you welcome to the <laughs> HN extended stream they let us in here again surprisingly wow, this is really
0: <clears throat> excuse me Kyle. Whoa. i'm getting choked up from being over here again
1: <laughs> they let us in here
0: again. <laughs> yeah exactly another special for you guys kyle what's up with all these specials what, i don't, I don't what, know i what mean what is going on we're, we're
1: just i think they think we're special, so they give us oh, all these specials. That's nice. Calgary you know? special. No, thank you, man. I try. <laughs> but yes, it was the Eddie, and then it was the Super Bowl, and yep. now we are here for another special edition of and Overtime. We are bidding aloha, farewell to Aloha Stadium, the metal yep. mecca, the Rust Palace, if you want to call it that, you know, many nicknames throughout the years, but... We are saying goodbye to Aloha Stadium this weekend. Tomorrow, actually, is the official Farewell Aloha Stadium um, festivities going on at the stadium. So we're here. We're going to talk some memories. We're going to talk some history. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the future of this stadium. And obviously, a lot of the stuff has been very public on you know getting that new stadium going. But for now, let's just talk about the good times
0: and the memories we have with good old Aloha Stadium yeah, that's right. Now the day is going to be full of exciting events. It starts from ten o'clock in the morning until nine o'clock at night. So you're ready for a super long day, but it's a super long day of fun, Kyle. Oh, heck yeah! Yeah, this is for all the keiki. They have keiki events going on, mm-hmm. and they have people who just want to remember Aloha Stadium for you know what it, what it's been an amazing mm-hmm. place in Hawaii, an absolutely. iconic place in Hawaii. Uh, it's it's just kind of a symbol that you know mm-hmm. everyone wants to say goodbye to one last time. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so many memories
1: i i keep saying memories but it's true you know a lot of people that grew up here um a lot of the older folk and you know even some of the newer kids um we have very fond memories of that place um whether going to a game playing in the game you know uh concerts things like that and it's just going to be a special day i think yeah
0: it's going to be a really special day let's let's find out some more info about that
2: we will have the field gold available um for everyone um all ages that will be able to participate in all of these events. And then we turn towards the evening program, um, which is a little bit different, and we're gonna kind of pay tribute to more of our concerts, our live music, and then we do have a special appearance um, with Timmy and and his team. We will have entertainment throughout the day. During the daytime, it'll be more of our, like Pearl City High School marching band will be here. We have hula halous, to really kind of give you that halftime feel when you're on the field, um, photo booths by photo ops. So everyone that comes in will have um, an ability to take a free photo, a digital photo one last time on the field, as well as some cakey art zones that we will have available and, of course, our sponsor tents. And then, of course, you know I'm all about the food and, and the shopping. So we need to make sure that we, um, <laughs> we take care of that. So we have um, partnered with uh, local food trucks that we support with the swap meet um, that will be participating throughout the day. So you will be able to get your dip and Dots. You'll be able to get your Sausage Hot Dog Fest, um, our hamburger, so very iconic um, stadium foods one last time, um, as well as a lot of our retail vendors has really stepped up. Um, you know, our old Queen Street Museum, I'll mention them in a few, um, has been a really huge part of this. Uh, Barefoot League. Um, We have Thankful. There's a lot of other smaller um, local businesses that we wanted to support that came out to support us that will be doing um, limited edition t-shirts, coins, bags. So really kind of keepsake things that you'll want for that. You'll be able to run out um, through the lockers or walk out, I guess. We don't want to (laughs) run. Take time to walk out through the locker rooms. Um, Our other partner, University of Hawaii, Athletics has been a huge supporter of us. Um, so we um, have acquired the rental of, our use of, excuse me, um, their oversized um, helmet. So you'll be able to actually go out through the helmet exactly like how the team ran out there um, and kind of get that firsthand experience and then open it up to all of the activities throughout the day. Timmy and his current team will be coming down to the stadium. Um, we're going to be doing a run out um, at 6 a.m. This is, I'm me, mean, 6 a.m. 6 p.m., um, and um, this will be, you know, some of them, this will be their first time running on the field. Um, some of them, this will be their last time running onto the field. Uh, so we're very excited to have Timmy and the boys come down. In addition to Timmy joining, um, we have dozens of past alumni players that will be running out with them. We have players from 1974 that played at the Honolulu Stadium that played their first year here to uh, players that have just graduated that wants to come back and you know, kick a field goal. Um, <laughs> so it, it's a very great moment that we'll be able to share with everyone, especially to the players and their families. Cause we know how much this means to them.
0: That's right. There will be live music Ooh. and lots of classic stadium foods and drinks and get nice. this Kyle. What? There will also be a live art mural. Oh, that's right. From seven to nine, they will be painting a live canvas at the stadium which will then be donated and presented at the new stadium. Nice. Kids twelve and under get in for free, and Lucky. everyone else has to pay seven dollars for the afternoon entry or ten dollars for the nighttime entry. Oh, that was a pretty good deal. Pretty good. Now make sure to get there early. It is going to be expected to be very, very crowded. Kyle. I can imagine the crowds. It's going to
1: look like the 07 season. It's going to look like those iconic, UH football games that we yeah. you know we are probably going to talk about, but. Yeah, a lot of a lot of buzz for this event. Um, and back even at the beginning of February in January, this was kind of announced. Um, people were excited. People wanted to see the stadium one last time. I mean, it was kind of an unceremonious um, close to the place because if you remember, the last game played with fans at Aloha Stadium was the 2019. Hawaii Bowl, UH versus BYU. That was a classic, right? Yeah, UH yeah, beats BYU. Zach Wilson was on that BYU team. <laughs> you know, New York Jets legend yeah, York Zach Jets. Was Wilson. <laughs> he he was beat by the UH by Cole McDonald and all yeah. those boys and Chevin Cordero. And so it that was the last time people were allowed in the stadium because yeah. when I got here in 2020, the football season no fans, and that was the last season of football being played. At Aloha Stadium, so yeah. UH football, um, some of the ILH games, the St. Louis, the, the Kamehamehas, the Punahos, they were all there, but no fans. And then um, the last actual football game, I believe, was the 2020 Hula Bowl, which after that happened, has since moved to Florida and is, you know, not no longer in the islands. But that, you know, it's crazy to think that people really didn't have a proper goodbye to this place, right? So I think that's why the buzz was so immense for this event and people have bought tickets and, you know, I'm pretty sure they were close to selling out at this point because a lot of people were excited about this event.
0: 100 percent. I mean, I said it before. This is an iconic stadium, and to so many people, this has been meant so much to them. This mm-hmm. one place for all these games. Right. But it hasn't just been uh games. and we're gonna get into that later oh, too. Yeah. But I mean, this has been graduations. This has oh, been concerts, absolutely. and absolutely. obviously most notably uh games. But mm-hmm. uh, this is a place that you know it holds it holds a lot of memories to people. You holds know? a lot Have, of
1: people and a lot of memories, Davis. Yeah. <laughs> it was, <laughs> That's I right. believe, it was the largest. Uh, uh, seating capacity in the state, if I'm not mistaken, 50-something yeah. thousand. So, I mean, just, you know, the metal mecca, what can we say? Coming up on Saturday, tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of events. You know, we'll turn it over to one part of the event that many people are looking forward to, Davis, the auction. Oh, that's great. Right. There are dozens of Aloha Stadium memorabilia up for auction, while many of the items are sports related, there are some that may surprise you.
3: So this auction that we just started, which will end on March 9, has a, a, people can expect to find a variety of signage and a lot of um, the vintage, black and white, um, large uh, photographic images kind of like the ones you see behind you that came from various uh, overhead sections in the stadium, also lots of seats and uh, some varieties there which would be either the option of uh, just getting the seat bottom or the seat back or an actual ensemble with uh, a single seat with the frame or two seats with frame the auction is an online format so it's live it's happening happening now anyone can bid anytime from now until march 9 and we've also uh, been mindful of people who live uh, outside of the of hawaii who are maybe former hawaii residents who would like a small keepsake uh, that can be easily shippable so we have smaller items such as commemorative pins and coins and um, even small sections of turf grass which are about six inches by six inches and again lots of signage generally we've started everything at ten dollars so it's whatever it goes for you know whatever the highest bid is um, on march 9 will be what people pay but there's enough to go around so there may be a chance you get something for ten dollars Smaller keepsake, lightweight, um, shippable items, Mm -hmm. and also uh, lost and found, items that have been stored in lost and found over the years. And um, another kind of unique one is an actual payphone.
1: (laughs) Yep, that is correct. A payphone is up for grabs, Davis. I mean, I'm sure that one, just in general. (laughs) A payphone. Not a lot of people, (laughs) they aren't around anymore, so that's just a, <laughs> that's just the memorabilia of what once was. Yes. That's, a, that's just a collector's item, not even
0: <laughs> it remotely really about the,
1: the stadium. Yeah, it really um, is. Now, the auction officially ends on March 9th, so if you want to check out all the items, you can head to oahuauctions.com. There's a link over there, and all the items is like seat backs, full yeah, chairs, yeah. um, bunch of stuff. I, I, for one, would like a piece of the turf, but... Yeah. I, doubt, I I. figure those are going for a lot per square inch.
0: Yeah. No, I was checking out the, the website earlier, and it is so cool just to see, you know, they have all these really cool vintage buttons, oh, patches, yeah. Hall of Fame things, a hula Right. They, they have so many, so many cool items, right. memorabilia that... Just you know, makes you. It's gonna help remember a yeah. stadium. Yeah. And I think one of the coolest things I saw, I th- the bids were going high. I think the last time I saw it was more than thirty dollars, so still not bad. But it was, I believe, it was a Pro Bowl uh, football Ooh, that was cool. like really. I think there might have been like two of them that oh, last okay. time I checked. Yeah. But it that that was a that was a cool that was one of the coolest items that I saw. That's pretty on cool. That, on that, I'm list. not gonna lie.
1: I think one thing too. Um, besides the auction and obviously going into the stadium one last time, I think what's cool is people will be able to go through kind of the, the corridors or the behind-the-scenes stuff that you know we kind of get the experience as media members because that's how we get into the stadium. That's how we yeah. get field level. But you know, there's so much stuff in those like back corridors. Um, there's a commemorative uh, locker for the current football head coach. So Timmy Chang has one up right now. There's a whole wall of all the high school football helmets. It's up there in the corridor. There's like a a little mock-up of the stadium, and it also moves. So I don't know if we'll get into the history a little bit too, but when it was a baseball stadium, it used to move as well. So I think people are just going to get that inside look that not – you know, and the normal
0: fan doesn't get to see when they go to a game. So I think that's so cool, dude. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And we have to we, we have to think about it, too, you know, that this isn't quite a farewell. Right. This is really a celebration, Absolutely. too, of everything that has happened at Aloha Stadium, mm-hmm. what it's meant to the people of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You know, it has some of the best football players in UH's history. So before, it's had graduations, concerts, mm-hmm. uh even baseball, too, like you right, were bringing right. it up other events that all have special meetings in many people's hearts it's it's such an iconic thing and uh you know let's just learn more about the history
4: you know we're thrilled to be celebrating a facility that has served as the gathering place for hawaii for 47 years we're also excited to be pivoting toward the future one we believe will be brighter but also sad because this facility um holds a lot of emotions and a lot of uh Experiences that are near and dear to people's hearts and minds. It's hosted the greatest talent that this world has produced. And if you think about that, from from a football standpoint, it's hosted everything from popcorn kids up to the greatest football players that exist. Uh, for baseball, it's hosted professional baseball, both minor league as well as major league baseball, professional rugby, professional soccer, the great Pele played in the stadium. And then obviously, it's done a, a broader of events like uh, monster trucks and then as you walk through the halls you're going to see you know dozens and dozens of grammy award winning performers that that played here so it's definitely served its mission in providing great entertainment to the state i would guess that most people on oahu and many on the neighbor islands have been here as part of an event not as a fan they've actually participated whether as a player uh, perhaps as a performer at a halftime show maybe at a band event, or just walking across the field to get their diploma from their high school graduation. And so because of that, this facility is near and dear to people, and that's really why we are opening the doors once again to let people come in, uh, get a chance to reminisce and relive some of those experiences, uh, and more importantly, to say goodbye as we pivot to the future.
1: All right, we know we keep talking about history. Let's take a deeper dive into the history of this stadium, Davis. So it opened back in September on September 12th, excuse me, of 1975, both of us, we weren't around back then, <laughs> we were, but, there. you know, back in 75, yeah. the following day, UH football faced off against Texas A&I, which later became Texas A&M, okay. and listen to this, on November 23rd, 2007, the stadium almost reached maximum capacity with 49,651 fans.
0: I can't even imagine what the, that, that must have looked like. That
1: was insane. That's the peak. 07, that's the peak yeah. of UH football. That's the Colt Brennan season. November, that's late November. That's that's crazy. That was yeah. close to, you know, before the right before the Sugar Bowl, everything. So you can imagine how rickety and how, like, shaky that stadium must have been. That was for the UH game against Boise State. Now, Colt Brennan was on fire that game. We keep talking about the history. Yeah, you have to. Let's go down the stats. I know this is your part of the show, but let me take the driver's Whoa, seat, Davis. Stat
0: guy, that's my job, Let pal. me
1: take over for a second. Here we go. Here we go. Colt right. Brennan, number 15, the rocket arm, the gunslinger, throwing for 495 yards, five touchdown. That game clinched Hawaii's whack title. That wow. was crazy. It was a crazy that's, season. That's are
0: crazy stats.
1: And just – you know five touchdowns nearly 500 yards in a single game he went off
0: that's unheard of the kids yeah.
1: nowadays call say he's him
0: <laughs> he's he him. is him no oh, 100% i mean colt brennan yeah. obviously you know one of the best to ever play at Aloha absolutely. stadium absolutely he right? made that
1: he made that place kind of you know i mean it was already built but you know the saying goes it's the house that colt built especially for that uh program right so he made it a a must-go destination every Saturday yeah. night whenever they were at home.
0: Yeah, no, that was, it It was crazy. I can't even imagine what it was like to go to those 07 games when mm-hmm. Colt was around. I mean, obviously, that's why the stadium was almost at max capacity. Absolutely. I mean, people
1: want to watch Colt. People want to watch that exactly. team. Those, you know, those are the moments that, you know, created those lasting memories for fans and, you know, just what really connects us to that stadium, you know, for me, it's it, it was one of those things that, like, shoot, I want to play there. And, yeah. you know, for 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 a long time, that's where the high school state football champions, championships were. So those kind of games and those memories really just solidified it in you. Like, hey, this is a place I want to play at one day.
0: Yeah, Kyle, we keep talking about, you know, all these famous players. Right? And, you know, the Oahu Stadium has had a lot of famous players in Absolutely. it. But one thing that I, I was surprised by... Pele, I know, dude. <laughs> that's, I, when that's I learned so about random. That, it's like, really <laughs> random. <laughs> it was
1: it was it was so crazy to to you know um you know on the unfortunate passing of Pele um what was it la beginning of this year um sometime last year late last yeah. year he passed away and we were learning about you know he. We were like, did he come here? Did he play here? He actually did. In the second year of the stadium's existence, April 7th, 1976, Pele, as a part of the American Soccer League team, the um, New York Cosmos, um, played an exhibition match in Aloha Stadium. There were about 21,000 fans in attendance to watch wow. them take on Japan. <laughs> Let me I'll, I'll pause <laughs> for the final score. Okay. They won five to nothing. Wow. How Guess how many goals Pele scored at Ole Stadium. Me, let
0: me guess. All five.
1: Four. Four Close, of Close. But that he was <laughs> four, not out five, four out of the I'm five goals. I'm not surprised. It was – that's so crazy of a stat to just kind of talk about and wrap your head around that, you know, this place has housed one of the world's greatest soccer players in history. Yeah. And, you know, you don't think about that until – you realize like, hey, this is this is this is a place that, you know, has housed so many things. You talk about great yeah. athletes. The Pro Bowl back I think, you know, for, for all those years, Tom Brady was here, you know, Drew Brees, Russell yeah. Wilson, you know, back when he was with the Seahawks, when he was Russell Wilson, not let's ride Russell Wilson, you know? <laughs> like all these great players have made their way through yeah. and touched that grass, touched that turf and it's just crazy to think, you know, just the history that this place does house. Yeah. And which I think is why a lot of people have kind of, you know, attached themselves and it's kind of hard for them to say goodbye. Absolutely. I
0: mean, if you think about it, it's it's held every single major sporting event. Then. Absolutely. I mean, you think about soccer, football, baseball. Oh, yeah. That's kind of crazy that one stadium mm-hmm. could do all of that. The
1: Hawaii Islanders yeah. played baseball there. And I believe, you
0: know, UH played their baseball team
1: over there as well. So it's just You know, it's seen it all. It really has
0: seen it all. Now, a lot of notable people are saying goodbye to the stadium, Mm -hmm. and one of which is our very own Mayor Rick Blangiardi, Kyle. And, uh, you know, obviously, Mr. Blangiardi, he goes Mm -hmm. down as one of the most successful coaches at UH. Right. Uh, In fact, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2018. So Mm -hmm. Aloha Stadium has meant a lot to him. And he had this special message for us.
5: Well, Aloha Stadium for me is not a singular memory. It's an aggregate of many, many, many years of incredible moments of joy, pride, and actually at times heartache, you know, it, close games or a loss. I can still see Walter Murray catching that pass against BYU. So, you know, I had the great fortune of working for 13 years with Jim Leahy in that press box doing a great era of UH football. when times were really exciting and we we're packing the place every night. So, you know, I was there on opening night. And so it's really melancholy for me to have lived through a whole life cycle of a stadium. My only regret is that I'm not here today. I'm on a trip in L.A. uh, to kind of just feel and touch this place one more time. It holds great meaning. Well, if I was to break down my memories with respect to the different roles that I had, I would say that as a coach... The night we beat San Jose State, after they just knocked off Stanford and came in here ranked ninth in the nation, Steve DeBurger went on to the NFL as quarterback, was their quarterback, and we beat him at home to eke out a winning season as well. We went 6-5 and five that year. That was a huge, huge victory for us. I think, you know, from the standpoint as a fan, um, or as an announcer rather, my last game with Jim Leahy, that turned out to be the night we finally beat BYU, after a lot of years. Now, we'd beaten them earlier when I was a coach, uh, but you know this was one that, as a fan, was long in coming, and it finally happened. And I'm sitting here next to my seat here that was given uh, you know, my season ticket, so I spent a lot of years sitting in the stands as a fan. You know, And I can tell you that uh, there are a lot of great moments, moments, but I have to kind of harken back to 2007, When Hawaii was playing Washington, they were down by 21, and improbable as it may seem, they came back against that, against a pretty good Husky team, not once, but twice in that game. That's what made it remarkable. Down 21-0, they came back 21-7, then it was 28-7, and they still didn't let that deter them on their way to a season that led them to the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. Those are some really incredible memories
0: not only was our mayor a coach for the warriors but he actually played for them as well he was a two-year starter at linebacker kyle a lot to mayor blangiardi Mm -hmm. uh special connection to uh that's for sure absolutely and it's just that way with so many people
1: right again um thank you so much to mayor blangiardi for sending in um his message to um about aloha stadium we appreciate that thank you so much thank you Um, but yeah it just means so much right it
0: just means so much to so many people now we've been talking a lot about the past of aloha stadium but it's kind of important to talk about the future of the new stadium now we Mm -hmm. have daryl huff here you've done several reports of this uh topic daryl is there a timeline for this what would have been the issues with this project
6: Okay, well, the issue is they wanted to turn what was a simple idea of we need to replace the stadium into a huge land redevelopment deal for the stadium property, which is all the way out to the highway, all the way down to Salt Lake Boulevard, all the way down to uh, the Ice Palace and so on. And uh, it's a tremendous economic activity, uh, opportunity. So the... Um, Prior stadium administration went through the process of actually qualifying and researching and going out to the community and talking about all the things that they vision for that part of their community. These people live right next to it, and mm-hmm. they have a right to kind of have some say. Yeah, right. So they went through that process, and they came up with essentially a double bid process. First is we want someone who's going to build a new stadium and maintain it for 30 years. That in and of itself is called a public-private partnership, Mm -hmm. and it would put that stadium builder on the hook for if they messed up or they put cheap material in there, they're the ones who would have to be responsible for that. So that was the reason for doing it in that way. They went out and they sought qualifications for bidders on that. The second piece is what they call the real estate piece, and that's everything around it, which would be a mixed-use industrial, retail, residential uh, open play space play workspace and in the transit corridor that is a multi-billion dollar also 20 30 years out development timeline mm-hmm. uh, and a separate bid was being designed for that now as we all followed during the last few weeks of the EG administration all of a sudden the governor said i don't know This seems kind of ambitious. I think that we should just simplify this back to an old-fashioned government project. Let's put out to get a low bidder to build us a stadium. It's quicker, it's simpler, and it doesn't involve the risk Mm -hmm. of involving developers and financing and what's the residential market going to be like, what's the retail market going to be like, all of these really big economic questions that kind of reflect on what you get when you redevelop that area. So that's still where we stand at this moment. We... Uh, the EGA administration backed off. There's division between the Senate and the House over how this should go. The House is much more in line with just build a stadium already.
3: Uh-huh. The Senate yeah.
6: is much more involved in this. This is a great opportunity. It'll create jobs and so on. Governor Green came out of the box, and it was one of the first things he says we're going with a public-private partnership. Let's go. Right. And within a couple of weeks, he went, well... <laughs> We gotta take a better look at this. So just today, um, uh, which is uh, Thursday, I spoke with the person who is in charge of redeveloping the stadium. And she told me that the comptroller has come in and said, well, we've received a third party review of the future of the stadium. What does these bid processes that you've been going through, do they make sense? Does it pencil out? Is there any risk to taxpayers down the line? A third party like accounting firm, economics firm was asked to basically review it. Mm-hmm. That report is now in. No one is saying what's in it, but it's in. And it was going to be presented what the comptroller told the state authority was that we're going to take this back. the green administration is going to look at it. So basically what you've got is the new governor coming in and doing his own due diligence on the road ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, that could lead to, in the next month, we think you guys have done a great job. Go for it, or it could be we need to rewrite this thing, right? Yep. Which could lead to them saying, "Okay, let's just build the stadium." Mm-hmm. So I hate to give you an answer like that, but that seems <laughs> to be the answer.
0: With this official kind of goodbye, it kind of it, it it almost seems like maybe the community is going to try and put more pressure on this right. too. It seems like you know, hey, we're saying goodbye to this stadium. Where, where's the new one? Mm-hmm. Right.
6: Right. So. Um, the Rust Palace is not going to be knocked down until they get a construction bid for the new one. That's going to be part of the new bid. Uh So it's going to be sitting there for a while. Right. So you don't really have to say goodbye if what you're doing is driving by every day. (laughs) It will still be there. Uh It will be looming over the H1 freeway for at least a couple more years, probably. Um, And so, you know, I would not get my hopes up for a new stadium.
1: And you know, they've been you Not know, soon anyway. Right. Yeah. And there there have been a bunch of concept art um, kind of being released as far as what those plans are. And like you said, there's no real big yet. So, so, it's all so I know people I mean, it's they're like, cool yeah, renderings. They're cool renderings. So just to give, you know, let the people know, like those aren't exactly what the stadium will even look like. Those are just just concepts and and things like that. And like you said, right, If they once they do get a bid and, and things like that, that's when you can start looking at those concepts or those blue sky images. They don't even as, know how big it's going to be. That's true. Right? If you don't know how big it's going to be, you don't know how big the footprint is. you don't know how big the footprint
6: is, you don't know where you can put other stuff. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I found very compelling in this discussion was that if you go to the new rail terminal, which mm-hmm. is right there on um, Salt Lake Boulevard, or it might be Cam Highway over there. No, no, it's Cam Highway over there.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Um to get from that rail terminal to the stadium entrance, it's a real uh, obstacle course. Right. Yeah. Parking lots and Salt Lake Boulevard mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. so on. So the rail is going to be going to the stadium by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Right. But no one's going to go into the stadium, obviously. Yeah, but right. The timeline on the rail is actually beating the stadium timeline (laughs) which is really surprising (laughs) can you imagine yeah and so uh but but what was appealing to me was the idea of one of the first projects that they want to bid is this corridor Mm -hmm. that rises goes above salt lake boulevard goes from the rail terminal on either side you've got retail you've got high-rise housing you've got um, all of these services uh to create this promenade and then, you know, I thought, wow, okay, that makes sense, you know, and that's right. one of the first things. So they could phase it. They could say, these are the three components we want by 2030, mm-hmm. and then we're going to open it up. So, it, and also, you've got the pressure to build more affordable housing. Right. Where people were saying, let's put 25,000 housing units there. Right now, the plan is only for 4,000. So you know it's it's all entangled in the political world now and sorry about that <laughs> i have to tell you a quick story though okay sure, all if right you guys are interested you can absolutely. cut this out if no, you want. no 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 absolutely, absolutely. Go, go for i would cut it. at this point say been nice talking to you click so you don't have to hear a Daryl story no i'm
7: in but very but when i was interested. in
6: high school <laughs> i worked in the termite palace really at, on king street I was one of the people that ran around from concession to concession underneath wow. with a cart delivering frosty malts, boiled peanuts, <laughs> between all the little places, and it was disgusting. <laughs> There's peanuts and beer falling on you constantly. Oh my constantly. goodness! And so when I went to college and they actually opened the stadium, uh-huh. I don't think I was at the first game, but I was early at UH and mm-hmm. we, would, we would go, and we would. The students had the entire uh, Malca side
7: wow we all got Whoa. there early
6: we made a big u-shape of seating on that place and we <laughs> wow. sat there and we watched football games with uh uh wagner and uh tommy and uh anyway that was that Whoa. was fun i got wow. wax off see
1: that. the story is a nice little it gem is, it from, is a little
0: gem yeah, yeah. i saw
6: oj simpson play in aloha stadium is that a wow. Pro Bowl or? It was a Pro Bowl. yeah. Wow!
0: See, that's pretty cool. Isn't that yeah? You isn't just a never World know. Football never League
6: know. with a long skinny football. <laughs> <laughs> my band wow. played at a World Football Wait, League whoa, stadium whoa. game. I'm
0: uh, wondering so much about this. You're <laughs> you in, in a, a band?
6: Boring you to hell. Oh, well, the Kalani <laughs> High School band. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. well, I was oh also in a band, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> This is too much about me. So <laughs> this is so great.
0: No, well, we'll cut it there. Yep. Uh, thank you so much, Daryl, for, for joining us, giving your insight oh, thank on the stadium. You. The applause. Thank, you, thank you. Now I feel like we have to have you more often. I feel like I we need to learn more stories I'm about Daryl. You know, yeah. well, I take back what I said before. You know, yeah, you're exactly. welcome anytime. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, Davis. And let's add some fun. Let's okay. talk a little right. bit more fun right, stuff. Kyle. Let's go back, take a trip in the time machine, okay. the H&N overtime time machine back to 2019 (laughs) now we all know that aloha stadium is known for sports it's concerts but what about monster trucks and dirt bikes what dude yep that is correct my friend it did happen and well let's just say the stadium looked quite different
0: wow that's crazy i know
1: (laughs) now the monster x tour returned to hawaii after more than 20 years there were a dozen bad boy monster trucks including Bigfoot number 15. (laughs) The trucks were more than 12 feet tall, and each tire about 1,000 pounds, dude. (laughs) There was a Hawaii truck there as well called the Maui Monster 2. Now, just a week after the Monster Trucks got done with their thing, the dirt track was ready for the two-wheelers. Freestyle riders, as well as some of the best supercross riders in the world, raced at the stadium. Can you imagine that?
0: I can't imagine that, Kyle. Just dirt all
1: over the place, ready to dirt bike (laughs) all around that thing, zooming around. That's crazy. That's too fast and furious for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, as we say goodbye to Aloha Stadium, we have to reflect and look back at everything that it's meant to people. And, Kyle, it's it's really meant a lot to you. It is a bit personal for me. Local boy born here. Absolutely. Kind of talk about your your time with Aloha Stadium. Uh, You played in it, right? I did. So, you know, a lot of memories for me. You know, growing up, I
1: did go to, you know, UH games and. The early two thousands, um, 07, 08, in the twenty tens, and all that. So as a fan, that was always fun for me to go to the stadium, sit in the in the stands, you know, get a hot dog, get popcorn. Oh, one thing, Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. Dippin we're Dots. always at stadium. It's still at the wow. new. It's still at TC Ching as well. But Dippin' Dots, dude, ice cream of the future hit different at football games. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But anywho, just the feeling of being there, being a fan. And then as I kind of grew up, I started playing sports myself, got into football, and I was able to play in the stadium there. You see me back in 2014. It's my junior year. We won the state title at Aloha Stadium against Punahou. Me and my buddy, this was my senior year. This was in the state semifinals, I believe. Just... Being on that turf, being on that grass, and then as an adult working for H&N, we got to do the hula bowl. That was the last game at the stadium. As you can see, I'm in the concourse getting ready to shoot the game, and there I am. on the. I I feel like I was one of the final people to step foot on that field as far as football goes. There you go see Rex Ryan. He was one of the head coaches of the hula bowl teams. It was so much fun. And then obviously, yeah, man, there's so many memories. I'll never forget stepping on that turf and remembering as – as a junior you know one of my first times playing there like how special that was how crazy it was to go into the locker room and be in the same spots that like you know the uh guys were because at the time you know you're just a high school kid you don't know any better and just a crazy experience so many so many memories and you know a lot of my fondest football memories are attached to that stadium Yep, and you know, we're showing picks from our H and N Ohana There you see Sienna Pillatin and Lin Kwano with their family. They're at that was the 2019 Hawaii Bowl, so they're enjoying that last oh, game with fans, and there's in. Dylan Anchetto in the wrong colored wow. shirt.
0: Um Wait, hold up. What we got? Oh, here we go. Wait, is this still? Whoa. Dylan? Dylan. Yeah, that was his Wait, time. Let's, see, as this. A let's see this again. One more time. Flip it. Woo! That's impressive. Everyone, Atta Dylan and your host for This Is Now. Uh-huh. Melanie right there. What concert? Yeah. Is that Bruno Mars? I believe that is Bruno Mars. And yes. then you see
1: Sienna again with her Ohana there enjoying the Hawaii Bowl, which was the last um football game with fans at that stadium. That's so cool. I mean, uh-huh. it just
0: goes to show that So many you know, memories. So many memories yeah. for, you know, all of you guys that grew up here. Absolutely. And, you know, you playing there. I mean, obviously Dylan. He was on there, waiting well. there. I mean, for for everyone that, like I said, like grew up in mm-hmm. Hawaii, Aloha uh, Stadium has a special meaning. Meant so much for all that. you guys, absolutely. Now we have to end this off on something upbeat, Kyle. Yep. We gotta talk about, you know, the concerts that have happened mm-hmm. at Aloha Stadium. Some of the best concerts uh, ever. Absolutely. You know? We're talking mean, we're we're talking about Bruno Mars, which happened recently. Crazy. We're talking about Michael Jackson even, even crazier. There. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Kyle w- isn't he lovely? <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's it's crazy to think that all these artists came here and yeah. all these artists performed at Aloha Stadium. Absolutely absolutely it's, it's it's just so cool it, you know? it's just like, so cool that we
1: have a, we had a facility that was able to bring these mega stars to the islands for all of us to enjoy because you know it's not exactly the easiest or you know the main destination for people when they book like world tours so you know to have a facility like that to bring them here i think is super special
0: it is super special and i'm sure it was super special for for everyone that went over to mm-hmm. the to, to go see those concerts mm-hmm. i mean Recently, Bruno Mars. Uh, I mean, those <laughs> those that concerts sold out. He even had a third show. Yeah, he had to uh, add shows. Yeah, right? add shows for it's it. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's something just so special, uh, so special for a Aloha Stadium. Something right. that everyone that went over there will remember for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives. One hundred percent. And I know for a lot of people, you included. Yep. that You guys are going to remember Aloha Stadium, Absolutely. the original one, for the rest of your lives. Absolutely. And, uh, You know, only but good things in the future. Yep,
1: 100%. What a ride. What a ride down memory lane and, you know, (laughs) kind of talk about what's to come. Um, But, yeah, man, um, if you guys are still looking to get to the festival tomorrow, you better go quick because it's going to be um, packed. So if you're going to go get there early and make sure you enjoy, just have fun. One last time at the stadium.
0: Yep soak it in soak, soak in it all in the memories
1: get get the vibe yeah enjoy it
0: make sure to try out the field goal kick too oh yeah absolutely make sure to try out the stay field warm, goal stay warm stay limber get ready
1: <laughs> all right davis the time has come we bid you guys aloha thank you so much for watching this special extended stream and the special edition of HN overtime for more episodes yep. of HN overtime you can head to our website or to listen to it, you can head to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your H&N podcasts. And to watch, you can head to our YouTube channel. This has been fun, man.
0: This has been a lot of fun. Another, another special down. Another special down. Uh, Who yep. knows
1: when the next one will be? We're getting kind of good at this. We're pretty good at this. We, <laughs> we're we okay. we we'll, we're work in progress. Yeah. But anywho, to play us out, some of the top musicians that have graced the Aloha Stadium stage, we bid you a farewell and an aloha.
7: She got the Mercedes Benz, girl She got a lot of pretty, pretty boys She calls friends